Hello, this is Daniel Mayo. I'm uh, want to say that um, that Anchor is the best place to go to to record live episodes, and I suggest using this because it's for free. Thank you and goodbye. Hello, uh, after doing that, after recording the, um, short commercial or advertisement for, for, um, Anchor, I thought I would do a new episode this time about, um, it's, I actually have deleted an episode for the TV portion of my, uh, the TV show portion of my podcast because I realized after I did it that I didn't have any, um, I'm trying to think of that word. I realized I didn't have, I didn't record an advertisement for it like I did the first time, so... So I'm gonna do this now. Um, the Andrew Griffith Show aired the first episode that's called the pilot episode. I did talk about it before, but um, I just thought I would talk about it because it deleted it, and I wanted to have an official. Um, wanted to have an episode where I did both an advertisement for the, um, for the service, and I want to do an episode with a topic. So, I want to talk from the heart and just say that, uh, I think that, um, I found out recently that um, Andy did a lot of coaching of, um, Ron Howard when he was a kid in the scene, so I think that that helped, um, Ronnie out, or as at the time he was called Ronnie. When Ron was a kid, it helped him out. I believe they're being coached by Andy. Before they actually went on this, before they did their first scene together, I think that and Ron said himself that it helped them keep from uh, from making things difficult for his fa- for his real life father, because when you're doing when you're a kid and somebody coaches you on how to act and how to be uh, realistic, how to make people believe in what you're saying then that helps that helps you know that that helps you remember how to how to act in real life and he said I recently found out that Ron said he thinks that the reason Andy was encouraged to do that with him because 
Ron's fa father, Rance, was not just an actor like him, but was a writer too, and probably a producer like Ron. So he believes that the reason Rance encouraged that was so that he wouldn't have to, um, it wouldn't, so that it wouldn't be too difficult to, to teach him at home the things that are right. So he wanted to make sure he knew as an actor how to act the right way. And he believes he wanted him to act the right way as a kid so it wouldn't be too difficult at home. And he had said in the beginning of the episode entitled The New Housekeeper because the, um, I guess you call him the old housekeeper or, um, Opie's nanny, I think is the best, um, way to put it, is, uh, he, she was getting married, and he did not know how to handle that because his mom had died, and now that he has his babysitter leaving, he doesn't, he didn't know how to handle it, you know, you're, you're a kid, and you usually have difficulty with things like that, and, um, sometimes you even have problems like that as an adult, so, what I liked was how the innocence that he showed as a kid in this episode, just in the first scene, where he thought that the part, the part of the ceremony that says, does anybody know any reason why these two should not be joined in holy matrimony? Let him speak now forever hold his peace, or her peace for that matter. The innocence he showed was thinking that it was okay to say something, not, not realizing that it's only an adult that can say something. And she had convinced Opie that everything was going to be alright. The next day, however, he, he uh, wanted to know how she was doing. And she, he was trying not to think about his great aunt coming in. So he asked how she was doing and if Andy had heard from her. And... Andy, I'm going to cut this short so that, um, I'm, oh, I don't need to cut it short, okay. Andy had said to him how good his, how good Aunt B was as, at raising him, and how if he thinks that doesn't mean she'll... She'll, uh, raise him right, then that's where he's wrong. Because he actually did say it. He said, That's where, he said, That doesn't mean she'll, he'll raise me good. And he said, That's where you're wrong. And he, he said how he was treated with so much love and affection by the great aunt that he knew not just how to act, but he probably had understanding of how to show love unconditionally on top of that. And Opie made it clear, he, 
he didn't mean it in the form of rejection. I don't think he was trying to be mean. He just... He was just being honest that he didn't want to love anybody else outside of... Um... Outside of his nanny. Because those were his words. I'm not gonna love anybody besides Rose. And, um... I gotta, I'm gonna be honest. Uh, if if I was um, a kid, I probably would have been the same. I went through that as a kid. I probably probably would have been the same way because as an adult, I had a hard time. Oh yeah, I, I learned to love uh, my best friend's step step parent, but it was still difficult to go through the, her, his mom getting remarried because it wasn't so difficult going through that because I put myself and I said I just said to myself if that was my mom getting married I would want if my dad died unexpectedly and if my mom was to meet somebody new I wouldn't want to uh, not accept him, so it was easy to do, but at the same time very difficult because of how long it took me to get over uh, my best friend's father's death. So I got a feeling as a kid I would have felt the same way because all this, how whatever you go through as an adult, most of the time, unless you change throughout the years, most of the time it starts when you're a kid, and if you don't change. So a lot of things I'm going through now, it's because I did not change as a teenager. I got worse as a teenager. So, that's why I say that. I'm not saying I was terrible. I'm saying the way I handled difficult things got worse when I was a teenager. To the point that that's why I'm disabled and can't, uh, I can't, you know... Because I don't work or don't do regular work, that's why I can't afford to to make to work and make money to uh, to possibly pay. Well, some people ask to get paid in order to do a podcast, so that's one of the many reasons I can't offer anybody anything to to come and in, do an interview with me. However, going back to that episode for a second, um, Barney Five. This was the first. This was the first time we got to see Barney actually talk, and he said he did like he was in the military, and he saluted Andy, and he reminded him that because. He's sheriff and Barney's deputy. He doesn't need to salute him. And he said, gosh darn it, Andy. I want to do good on this job, even if it's delivering messages. And then he went through this, uh... whole... He started mentioning how he wants everybody in town to know that it's because he's the right person for the job. Then he revealed what else it would be. It would be because they're cousins. <laughs> he said, I want to thank you, Cousin Andy. 
So that was funny just based on his words. It's funny because, well, why, why else would they think it's for any other reason besides the fact y'all are cousins? <laughs> and then he, then he was about, then he forgot what the message was. He turned around, then he had to turn around and tell Andy what the message was. Because then he said, didn't you say something about the message? And he said, oh, I forgot the message. Uh, and then he told Andy what time Aunt B's uh, bus would arrive in town. And part, like I said before, how Opie had a difficult time getting over the fact that his nanny could not um, come back, was not going to return home. Because she was married. The, it was one of the situations where he was avoiding what's happening. So after he hugged, Aunt B wanted to take a um, wanted to take a bath. And uh, this is something I did not mention last time. I got a feeling the same thing happened to Andy when Aunt B had to... Let me restate that. They meant and B mentioned that Andy used to always take a bath after she hugged him, and or something to that effect. So I got a feeling he was trying to avoid her too when he was a kid. And uh, Opie had a hard time eating because he's trying to avoid her being the new housekeeper, and he had a hard time with her because she couldn't. Because she didn't know how to hold the fishing pole, and she didn't know how to hold the baseball bat. Those were two of the funniest scenes. Actually, those were the only funny scenes of A B because when you got past the first episode, or the first few episodes, and B was really stiff, and there was nothing really funny about her. And I, I got a, f and I know my brother, but, um, and I'm, I don't mean this as an insult. I I just know how my brother feels about most shows and he I know that he always said that the Andy Griffith show was stupid, so he never saw what was funny about the Andy Griffith show. But um to me, as aggravating as he was, Barney Fife was what made Barney Fife when he became the comedian made the show funny. And, uh, and, be, and, uh, the final, at the end, and B had, I don't really remember how they found out, but I guess she didn't look at what was going on, so the window in Opie's room was open, and the cage door was open also, and I guess she didn't realize the door was open, so she opened the window. And well, right, that's another th time Opie appeared to uh, either reject her or it appeared that she wasn't doing anything right. So, um, so, Op so after Opie was upset with her again, she decided to leave. Right as before she could close the door to the taxi, he said, wait, I want you to stay. And then he he said that 
All the things she does not know how to do, like fishing and uh, playing baseball, then things like that, it would be hard for her to know how to move her, know what to do in Mayberry. And she said, he said she would be able to survive without us, Paul. And then what was really great was as Andy was on the porch playing his guitar. Opie had, um, Opie came out and told him how his bird came back. I think his bird's name was Oliver. What was interesting, though, is how they, they dropped this storyline as far as Opie's character goes. And after this, uh, pilot episode, they never mentioned Opie having a pet bird again. Very interesting that they that they did that. Hmm. All right. Um, I'm sorry. I don't. Uh, I'm using the cell phone app, and I didn't realize before that I forgot to mention the name to my show. So this was Daniel Bayon's views of wrestling TV shows. Um, sports and movies. Thank you and goodbye. The podcast you just heard was made using Anchor. Ever thought about making your own podcast? Anchor makes it really easy for anyone to get started. It's a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing podcasts. Best of all, it's 100% free. Sign up now at anchor.fm slash new. That's anchor.fm slash new to get started.